Hello, brothers and sisters in Christ. It is another beautiful week in the Lord. Despite the despair around the world, God is still good. And we need to stay focused on that fact. It will keep us and sustain us. This week, we will continue our series on the number 10, God's authority and God's completion in his works. If you are new to this podcast, hello. I'm Pastor Karina Don Reed, and I'm here to guide you into God's Word and help you apply it to your life. The Trumpets of Tears of Podcast is a biblical lifestyle targeting tool for shifting your mindset from the world's way back to God's way. It is very comforting to know that God is in control. When we look at our Bible, it tells us that things in this world are going to look ugly. Our Bible tells us of persecution, hatred of God's ways, and all kinds of things that are unpleasant. But if we focus on those things, those events, it keeps us apart from the goodness of God. We need to learn how to take control over our own minds, focus our thoughts, which then leads to spending time on the things that God wants us to We're used to allowing our minds to wander. We have gotten into habits that allow our mind to lead us instead of us being in control of our mind. Think about this for a moment. We are the only one that has control over our own mind. It's ours. It's a part of our body. It can't even actually be seen by anyone else. But often, we've given control of our mind over to the world. And the world has wreaked havoc on our minds. But because we were created in the image of God, we are supposed to have a sound mind. Let's take a look at scripture. Proverbs 11, verse 2. When pride comes boiling up with an arrogant attitude of self-importance, then comes dishonor and shame. But with the humble, the teachable, who have been chiseled by trial and who have learned to walk humbly with God, there is wisdom and soundness of mind. Each time we look at scripture and we identify something that we want, like a sound mind, we have to look at what we are supposed to do in order to attain it. If we only declare it, it doesn't make it so. We have to take the action step. God expects his children to act accordingly to his word, not to just be able to recite it. In this scripture, as we identify that we want a sound mind, we have to take the action step in order to get it. And in this scripture, the action step is to be humble and walk humbly with God being teachable. We cannot have a sound mind if we aren't walking humbly with the Lord. Without humbleness, pride and an arrogant attitude will take its place. Because pride and arrogance are not a part of God's character, and it is the opposite of how each one of us should be, we can't receive a sound mind which comes from God when we are doing something that is opposite to his nature. In the scripture, it says that those who are teachable, which were chiseled, 
by trial. Sometimes when we go through a trial, which is really a test from God, we can fail miserably. (laughs) If we aren't teachable in the trial, we become prideful and arrogant and have an attitude that we are the ones that are right. And when this is our action step, we won't receive the wisdom and a sound mind that we want. When we desire the things of God, we have to find the instruction of his action step to take in order to receive it. And this scripture is clear that in order to have a sound mind, you have to be teachable during a trial. Yes, (laughs) even in the midst of a trial remaining teachable. Now, the principle sounds simple technically, yet when we're in the midst of a trial, we are often too distracted by the trial itself. With just a little self-discipline, we can be in a trial and remain in a teachable and humble place so we can have a sound mind despite the circumstance. Remember that the things of God The things that God offers us are not dependent on the circumstance. They are dependent on our own actions. So when we are faced with a trial, we can either allow the trial to keep us distracted, trying to think up ways out of the trial, find other people to blame for the trial, or we can stay focused on the Lord and ask him what he wants us to learn and what next step he wants us to take. And as you can see, those two choices are completely different. One choice will have our mind racing and racing, and it will be absent of peace. The other choice grounds us in the things of God. Every time we choose the way of the Lord, it will always come with his peace and his benefits. When we choose to focus on the Lord, especially in the midst of a trial, we are letting the Lord know that we trust him. We are proving to him that our faith is in him and not the circumstance. We are proving to him that we believe with him all things are possible. And we get to prove to him that we will depend on him to get us through it. When we choose him, when we choose to do things his way, he will automatically give us something in return for our faith. That's how he works. In this scenario, when faced with a trial, if we stay humble and look for what he's trying to teach us, then automatically we will receive wisdom and a sound mind. Amazing, isn't it? We'll have that peace of mind, which we do all want. The toughest thing for many people is when someone wrongs you, when someone takes a malicious act towards you and you feel the need for justice to be done and right to be in the situation that you let go of the need for justice so that instead you can ask God for what he's teaching you. If you've listened to this podcast regularly, you've heard me say before that it is so important to let go of your need to be right so you can solely stay focused on the Lord. When we feel that someone has wronged us and gone out of their way to hurt us, we have to have the godly response to stay focused on the Lord 
and not the attack coming against us. The Lord already has the answer. The Lord already has the plan of justice. As we exercise our faith to focus on him, to bend our knee to his ultimate authority, his justice will reign over our life. One way to stay in the place where the Lord wants us to be is ask him what he's trying to teach us, even when it feels like we are the one that's being wronged. Think of it as an offering to the Lord. When we look at biblical history, true offerings to the Lord had a cost. An offering to the Lord isn't something you give to him out of an overflow for what you already have. An offering to the Lord needs to come with some kind of sacrifice. Now, some of you may remember my sermon I preached in April called Anointing Costly or Priceless. And I encourage you to re-listen to that. And the link to that is in the description of this episode. As we look at staying focused on God's authority, we need to give him our offering so his actions will go into play instead of our own actions. So hand over your actions to the Lord as an offering. Hand over your thoughts to the Lord as an offering so that you can receive his wisdom and a sound mind during your trial. Staying humble during a trial, especially when you feel that you are the one being wronged, is to ask the Lord what he's trying to teach you. Don't be concerned with the circumstance or the other people. Be concerned with the Lord. Be concerned with what he wants you to do and how he wants you to act. Beloved, this is not the world's way. This takes spiritual self-discipline. This takes humility. When we feel hurt, often the last thing we think about is God and trying to know what God is trying to teach us. And that is exactly why this is God's way. Because it's the opposite of how the world thinks. God will take care of you. God will protect you. Allow him to be the almighty Lord of your life and he will defend you. His defense is way better than how you can defend yourself. Sit humbly at his feet. And even when you are the one being accused, ask the Lord what he wants to teach you. Ask the Lord how he's building your character in this moment. Ask the Lord to show you what fruit of the Holy Spirit you are bearing through the circumstance. Take what is meant for evil and turn it into something good. 1 Peter 2 verse 12. Keep your behavior excellent among the unsaved Gentiles. Conduct yourself honorably with graciousness and integrity so that for whatever reason they may slander you as evildoers, yet by observing your good deeds, they may instead come to glorify God in the day of visitation, when he looks upon them with mercy. We are the ones that have been set apart. That means our actions, our responses, the way we conduct ourselves at all times needs to look different than others. 
If you are in the midst of a trial right now, big or small, choose to live it out biblically. Follow the instructions that God has given to you. Give him an offering. Even when you feel you've been wronged and stay focused on his goodness and his plan for your life. His plan for your life always includes a way to grow and be strengthened, which will come from what he is trying to teach you. When you look to the Lord in a trial and ask him what he's trying to teach you, you might be really surprised at how the Holy Spirit answers you. You might hear him say something that doesn't even seem to be related, but it always is. And that is how godly growth takes place. It is usually something that isn't on our mind, but it is on God's mind. So God allows things to happen so that we will look to him for guidance and growth. This is one of the times that we get to be selfish, (laughs) ignoring the actions of other people and asking the Lord what he wants us to learn. And if you're still learning how to communicate with the Holy Spirit, use scripture to help you communicate. Open your Bible to Galatians 5, verses 22 and 23, which speaks about the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And when you ask the Lord what he's trying to teach you, read those fruits and see which one you are most drawn to. Which one you feel stands out to you the most as you read over them. And be confident that whichever one pops out to you, that's the one thing the Lord wants you to grow in during the trial. And then hold on to it. Hold on to the good fruit of the Holy Spirit and allow it to sustain you. Write that fruit down on post-it notes and place it throughout your home to remind you to focus on the goodness of God instead of the circumstance. We are in pressing times where evil is rising up. It's vitally important that we do our own due diligence to get ourselves into the habits of godly living so that we will operate in peace, wisdom, and with a sound mind, especially in the coming days. I want to encourage you to get connected with a community that is living a daily godly lifestyle. And if that's your desire, then come connect with my community on a deeper level. And you can do that by going to our website and signing up to our newsletter. Every time you join us, it will awaken your purpose and you will be transformed. God bless you and go give an offering to the Lord and focus so that you can have wisdom and a sound mind 